0: Do you ever feel like you just wish you had a bit more joy and contentment in your everyday life? Do you ever find yourself complaining about things out of frustration with the situation? And do you fall asleep with the TV on or scrolling your phone because that seems to be the only way to finally get some shut eye? Well, coming up next on the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, I'm going to share the simplest strategy for immediately improving your mood, your sleep, and your relationships. This episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast is brought to you by the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute, or the CAP Institute. Have you ever thought about becoming a coach or learning coaching skills as a part of your role as a leader? If so, check out the upcoming live virtual coach training intensive, September 9th through the 11th. You can get all the details at capinstitute.com. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. So the easiest way to change your mood is to make what I like to call a gratitude adjustment. You know, we always talk about needing an attitude adjustment. Well, gratitude is one of the fastest ways to create that. But there is a specific way to express gratitude that will maximize results, boost your joy, and leave you even healthier. Yes, healthier. The science actually backs it up. So we're just going to take a few minutes around this because I think that Gratitude is something we we all know The gratitude makes us happier. We know gratitude is the right thing to do. That doesn't necessarily mean that every single day we remember to operate in a state of gratitude. And even more importantly, I think oftentimes we don't realize just how powerful gratitude is and just how important it is for our success. And I'm not just talking about what happens when you thank other people and they feel appreciated and how that might, you know, lead to good things and opportunities and better relationships. But I'm talking about what actually happens physiologically, what happens spiritually, what happens in your brain when you are grateful. It's powerful. So here's the thing. I think it sometimes gets harder than ever for us to intentionally focus on the positive. I think we live in a world that... um, is cynical. And so we can become cynical. Uh, If we're around people who are negative or complaining, we have to work even harder so that we uh, don't let that kind of contagiously infect us so that we end up complaining. Um, And frankly, because of the world that we live in, because of where many of us listening to this podcast, me giving this podcast, because of where we live, We are so blessed that sometimes we can take it for granted. There can be a sense of entitlement. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast right now, my guess is you're safe in this moment. You are mentally well enough to process this information, um, to have sought out the podcast. You've got Wi-Fi or a mobile phone or a car where you are comfortably listening to a podcast about success and you have enough resources to make it so. So there's a lot automatically to be grateful for, but when we're constantly in a state of comparison um, from social media to the world around us, um, when we, some of us, I'm I'm not one of those people, I'm naturally optimistic, which sometimes can be to a fault. (laughs) There are a lot of good things about optimism. If you're naturally a pessimist, uh, it can be very easy. Uh, to get into that cynical mode um, and to be negative. And, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like looking for the good. Have you ever been there? You know, sometimes things aren't going well, um, and there's plenty you could complain about. You know, sometimes you feel overwhelmed and you feel overloaded. Um, And when that happens, you might not want to admit it, but you just might not feel like being grateful. Like you might be listening to me right now and thinking, yeah, 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 Valerie, I know, I know I have a lot to be grateful for. I know I've been complaining. I know I'm in this situation that I'm frustrated by and maybe I'm letting it get to me too much. I don't feel like being grateful. I don't feel like counting my blessings. And maybe that's why you're listening to me right now. If you'll pause and make a decision not to allow your feelings to dictate your actions, you can choose gratitude, even if just for a moment. And when you do that, you'll shift your entire perspective. We talk about gratitude a lot, but do we really know how to do it well? Do you know how to do it well? Because when you do, you get real results that can actually boost your success level. Um, So what is gratitude? What am I talking about here? Um, Gratitude is simply an expression of thanks. For the blessings in your life, for the good in your life. Now, speaking from my spiritual perspective, um, as a Christian, as a believer, um, you know, we're called to be thankful. Like, literally, I don't believe that everything I have is because I worked so hard. It's not. Some of the stuff is just favor, some of it is just. Um, circumstance. It's divine orchestration. And through no um, doing of my own, I feel very, very blessed. And every day I'm grateful for that. Does that mean I haven't done anything to you know, create good circumstances? Of course not. But here's the thing. Gratitude is actually an act of humility. I talk about it in my book, Happy Women Live Better, which was a spinoff from successful women think differently. Successful women think differently. Um, and in Happy Women Live Better, I talk about these happiness triggers. And gratitude is a happiness trigger. And so it's an act of humility that acknowledges that we could not be who we are and where we are without the generosity and the contributions of people and forces beyond ourselves. So gratitude isn't so much about us. It's often about others. It is about the blessings that have shown up, uh, the favor that we have been shown. It is about just noticing what exists right now in your life. But here's the thing gratitude is a happiness trigger. And so what does that mean? It means it is also a tool. It's a tool for positive emotion. And positive emotion is a success strategy. We know this because the research shows that positive emotion literally makes you more resilient. It expands your ability to deal with adversity and with stress. And so if you can be intentional about cultivating positive emotion, then you have more resources to deal with the stressors that pop up in your everyday life. And there are a lot of different ways to build positive emotion. That's why I love talking about happiness triggers. But gratitude is such a simple way to be able to do that. So it's a tool. So if you're intentional about using it, you can literally shift your mental state in any given moment, and you can shift your perspective in ways that actually influence your bigger picture goals. So, let me give you a couple of examples. Um, one, I, I've shared many times, um, but it, it's it's inspiring to me. It's it's my mom. So, my mom has taken the VIA, the Values in Action classification of strengths we use it in our coaching programs at the cap Institute it's just a, it's a great positive psychology tool and my mother and I share the same top two uh, strengths my top is spirituality and sense of purpose and my second is gratitude my mother's top one is gratitude and her second is spirituality and sense of purpose I really saw gratitude show up as her number one because she leveraged it without even knowing it. I mean, she hadn't taken the via when this happened. This is over 20 years ago. Um, But she used gratitude at a very difficult point in her life to pull her forward. Um, She suffered a massive brain aneurysm when she was 49 years old um, that took most of her physical abilities. um, And so she was relearning a lot of things, how to talk, how to sit up, how to walk, um, her vision. She was, she, I mean, it's a lot that she had to overcome. And as I was helping take care of my mom, um, I noticed that the thing that drove her to work so hard at physical therapy and speech therapy and occupational therapy was gratitude. She would in the middle of her therapy say to me, I'm grateful What's happened to me is not terminal. I actually have the ability to get better. I'm really grateful God has given me the chance to come back and I'm going to fight as hard as I can because I'm grateful and I don't take for granted that even though I'm sitting here at 49, relearning the most basic physical abilities, I'm grateful for the opportunity to do so. I'm grateful that I'm still here because most people who have a, a hemorrhagic stroke like that don't survive. So, gratitude actually drove her perspective and helped her to have a level of discipline. It takes a lot of discipline when you're trying to recover from something. If you've ever had to recover, even from a minor in, in, um, injury, if you've I've been an athlete. You know that you've got to stay on task. There's certain things you have to do, and you might not like doing them. Um, and so, my mother often talks about, especially lately, because she's still dealing with residual effects more than 20 years later, and she's got some other um, some other challenges that are impacting her and causing her to need to make sure she continues this this physical therapy every single day. And uh, I had shared something with her recently about the power of doing things you don't like to do as though you like to do them. (laughs) And she's been repeating that back to me over and over again. Again, grateful that she still has the opportunity to get better. Why is that so very important? Well, if you don't take things for granted What ends up happening is that even when things aren't going the way you would want, it shifts your whole perspective and your attitude towards the situation. So rather than taking for granted the opportunity to learn or to grow or to improve a situation, rather than simply complaining about the situation, what you end up doing is saying, what can I do about it? What's within my control? In her situation, gratitude actually helps her have an internal locus of control that's a psychological term simply meaning that when you're faced with a challenge you ask what's within my control what can I do that would influence the outcome of my situation you know I, I can't I can't change the fact that I've got this physical disability right that's that's what my mom is saying but I can do what I can do to make my situation the best that it can be under the circumstances. Where does that apply for you? Where does it apply in a relationship, perhaps in a situation in your job or your business that you focus on what you can control and you actually have gratitude for that and shift your perspective in that way. But you know, it's not just about what um, gratitude does for us. Gratitude actually does something for those who are on the receiving end of it, right? So when you express gratitude for someone else, it actually shifts them, right? It strengthens the bonds of relationships. If you want to build a relationship, look for what you have to be grateful for and express it genuinely and specifically to the person. It's not just, oh, thanks for that. It is, thank you, because I know you had to go out of your way And that wasn't easy. And I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Now think about the last time you received gratitude where someone was genuine and they were specific in what they said. What did that do for you? In fact, there are people that you've been irritated with that because they were humble enough to express genuine gratitude, it shifted you, even in times when maybe you didn't think you could shift. Gratitude can be expressed in a way that we acknowledge when maybe we've been wrong. And we then acknowledge what the other person has had to put up with. <laughs> and saying that out loud with gratitude will strengthen bonds. It will enable forgiveness. It will bring a different level of closeness as the other person feels heard and understood. Gratitude increases satisfaction in relationships and It also can help others see how they contribute, which can build confidence and motivation. This happened to me um, when we first started our uh, coach training intensive. So I run the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. We train personal executive coaches around the world. And the first time we had a training event was in 2010, spring of 2010. And we've been doing them ever since. But it was that first group of coaches that helped me see that I was on to something. I um, had not intended it to be an ongoing program. It was something that people have been asking me to do. Can you train other coaches? I want to learn how to do what you do. And it was something I had somewhat wanted to do because I knew that positive psychology was a great foundation for coaching. And so I created this pretty robust curriculum. I was like, all right, we're gonna do this event. We did the event and um, it was a multi-day event. And at the end, the students in that group surprised me. I was thanking them, we were closing up and one of them who had been designated as a representative, I said, hey Valerie, um, we, um, we have something for you. And he came up to the room with this red box And he opened the box, and in the box was about 42, there was 42 people in the first group, 42 thank yous from people who had gone through the program. And the thank yous were pretty um, heartfelt and amazing. Like, thank you so much for everything you poured into this. I now see what my calling is. Thank you for having the courage to live out your calling this weekend has changed my life. Thank you for helping me see that what I thought was possible is actually possible. I still have the box. I still open the box sometimes and I just read what they wrote. I was so overwhelmed by their gratitude Mm -hmm. that it showed me that what was in my heart and the vision that I had was not only meaningful and appreciated, but that I needed to continue forward with it, that I needed to make something even bigger out of it. So gratitude isn't just about us. When we are honest and humble and genuine in expressing our gratitude gratitude to others, we can actually transform What happens for them? But in the process of seeing that happen, we get to experience more positive emotion. Like it's this upward spiral. I feel grateful. I express my gratitude. I see how that's impacted someone else and they recognize that the contribution they made is meaningful and matters. And when I see that for them, I get even more grateful. (laughs) Like it literally deepens the gratitude so how could you apply this all right i'm just going to give you a few ideas and then we're going to wrap up this episode my hope is that you are already thinking right now about what you have to be grateful for about how you might express that gratitude uh, to others Um, so as i mentioned at the start of the podcast we've all heard of needing an attitude adjustment My spin on it is what I invite you to try this week, which is a gratitude adjustment, right? So, think of an area of your life or work where your attitude has not been good. Like, think of something where you feel um, stuck, um, frustrated. Maybe you've been complaining a lot. Maybe you've been ruminating about it a lot. All right. An area where, no, your attitude's not very good. All right. And if you're real, you know, those things happen. We're all human. Okay. You got something in mind? Great. Okay. So now, instead of an attitude adjustment, which kind of has a little, can have a little negative connotation, like you're doing it all wrong, I want you to decide to make a gratitude adjustment. I'm not saying you need to ignore the realities of your difficulties, um, but Gratitude can put your difficulties in perspective by finding something in the situation to be grateful for, often by finding meaning in the situation, all right? So what could you find in it? Maybe it's the opportunity to assess and adjust in the situation, right? Like something's not working. Maybe it's time to reassess it. Maybe this is an opportunity to solve a problem rather than just complaining about it. You can be grateful for that what's not working right now in your career in your finances in a relationship when it comes to your health or even your spiritual life what's the opportunity in this there's an opportunity you can assess it you can make adjustments that are needed you can face things that maybe you haven't faced before um Maybe it is a situation where it's difficult, but there's somebody in that situation that's willing to help. Like, that's something to be grateful for. So the middle of that difficult situation, rather than taking for granted that someone has stepped up in some way, or they've shared a resource, or they've provided an example for you of how to get through it, maybe that's what your gratitude is all about in that difficult situation. Maybe. And sometimes this is all you've got. (laughs) Maybe it's the fact that things haven't gotten any worse. Like it's very easy to get into a woe is me mentality, to feel sorry for yourself, to say, why does this always happen to me? And why is this happening? Blah, 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 blah. Why doesn't typically help us out? Because when we keep saying why, 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 we're looking for a reason that's going to make sense. And sometimes there isn't a reason that makes sense. Life isn't fair. And sometimes that's just a fact of the matter. There's not anybody to blame for it. It's not going to help us to just simply be angry about it. But it can help us to have a bigger perspective that says, yeah, this is bad. It could be worse. And I'm grateful that it's not. Sometimes that's all we have. But sometimes that shift in perspective can be just what we need to get the energy to move forward in an empowering way. Right. So I'm not saying that feels good when you feel like, "I, I wish it wasn't like this. But I'm saying it could be something worse. And it's not. So you can be grateful for that. And then lastly, when you're in a situation, your attitude hasn't been good, and you're saying, How can I make a gratitude adjustment? Maybe the gratitude is for the message in the mess. It's a big mess. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to be in this mess. But will you glean the wisdom available to you out of this mess? Will you say, What's the message in this for me? Can I get this message? Can I run with this message? Can I be grateful for the message? What I have found is even when I don't immediately know the message, and typically a message will come if I'm quiet. If I'm not hearing, I just pray for it. God, what's the message for me here? What are you trying to show me? What do I need to learn? And then I listen for it. If you get quiet... You'll hear what that message is. And boy, is that a reason to rejoice and be grateful. Because if there's a message for you, that means you can use that message as you move forward to be wiser and to do things a bit differently. This is why I say successful women think differently. You know, when the way that you're showing up is not helpful for you or for anyone else. You know when you need an attitude adjustment and when you recognize the power of gratitude to create that adjustment and you get quiet enough to say, all right, well, let me do that. that. That's what I need to do. It might not be easy because I'm frustrated in my situation, but I'm going to look for the good too. I'm going to get the message out of it. I'm going to assess and adjust. I'm going to be grateful for whatever help shows up. And I'm certainly going to be grateful that it's not any worse than it is. All right? So as you move forward, I invite you, rather than just thinking about what you're grateful for, I want you to do two things. I want you to write down what you're grateful for. So the research shows us that there's a big difference between just thinking about gratitude and actually writing gratitude down. Um, One of the most popular positive psychology pieces of research over the years is the three blessings exercise, which is when you simply write down three things that you're grateful for at the end of the day, and then reflect on why you're grateful. And that's the second thing you want to do in expressing gratitude, is to write down why you're grateful. It's not enough to just say, I'm grateful and thankful, but why? When you do that, it actually Um, deepens your positive emotion. And remember what I said, positive emotion is a success strategy. It makes you more resilient. It actually makes you more creative. It helps you make better decisions. It puts you in a totally different frame of mind. And that's why it is so very important. So why are you grateful and being able to write those things down? And I promise you, if you will do that, you'll begin to notice some differences. In the three blessings exercise, If you do that in the evenings before you go to bed, we know that it actually um, helps you to sleep longer and sleep more deeply, actually boosts your immune system. You're less likely to get sick. That's the power of positive emotion at work in our bodies, and gratitude produces a great deal of positive emotion. So why don't you try it tonight? Before bedtime tonight, just write down what are my three blessings? What am I most grateful for and why? Write your why in vivid detail. Start practicing gratitude intentionally. And notice how it can immediately shift your mood, strengthen the bonds in your relationships, and even help you sleep a bit better. So I am so glad glad you joined me for this episode. Listen, I have a great free tool for you. And if you've never grabbed it, I want to invite you to do that now. Go to ValerieBurton.com and click on Take Free Classes. So when you go to the website, you'll see that right near the top, Take Free Classes. And there, what you're going to see is my How to Coach Yourself course and also a mini training called the Five Stages of Success. Both of them are video-based. You can also listen to them. Um, If you've enjoyed the podcast, I think you'll really love these free resources that help you grow into your best version of yourself. And if you want to find the show notes for this show, previous episodes, links to the Successful Women's Academy, all my social and more, just go to ValerieBurton.com forward slash podcast and you can grab all of that there. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. And remember this how far you go in life is largely determined by how much you're willing to grow. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams, sabotage your joy, and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast.